two years. Say what, family? Happy, happy, happy two-year anniversary of us doing this podcast together. How crazy and bizarre is that? Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that it's been two years. And I'm actually recording this on the actual two-year anniversary. So happy two years, Say What Family. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm going to talk about all of my feelings about two years anniversaries, um, two-year anniversary soon. But first, hello, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm just so happy that you're here. So honored that you decided to hang out with me today. I'm Absolutely love podcasting, and we talk about marriage, sex, painful sex, all things female, basically things that no one talks about, we talk about, which is why the podcast is called Say What? Because you're like, say what? Like, that, that's kind of that's where the name came from. So that is what we do here at the Say What Podcast. And so if it's your first time, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, hello, welcome back. I'm so happy to have you. So, uh, life updates. I, y'all, y'all know, I feel like I've told you guys a million times that I was sick. So I basically have been trying to play catch up since being sick. Cause I missed a week of work. And so I, well, like four days of work, so, but that's still a lot. So I've been playing catch up and trying to just like you know, pick up all the things I missed at work. And I've just been like hanging out. Um, Nothing else really going on. But I will say that I have actually there is something else going on that's really exciting that I want to share with you. And that is that Thomas got a new job, which we're so pumped about. This is literally the Lord. He got hired on at our church full time. So they offered him the job last week. And it was so crazy. Um, They kind of have been talking to us like a little bit about him coming on full time. And on Honestly, it was very much like up in the air when that would happen, like when he would actually get a full-time job offer. And then like kind of out of the blue, they asked him last week. And so it's such, such, such a blessing. Like God is so good. And it's so crazy because the day that he got, like the day that will be his first day at the job is like our one year anniversary of being at this church. So it's really crazy how the Lord very much was like, Hey, we know exactly where I want you to go. And I have a big plan for you. And you just gotta like stick around to figure it out. So really crazy how the Lord just like did that and made it our one year anniversary. So very crazy. We're very excited. We are so, so, so grateful for our church and we love it. Thomas has been part-time there since December, but just the fact that he is full-time. It's just going to be such a game changer for our family, honestly. Like, it's such an answer from the Lord for us to have this stability um, and just to have stability and for both of us to have, you know, full-time jobs is just different for from what we've done before, like different you know, cause we've both been like just, you know, solo entrepreneurs. And so just to have this is just a big blessing for us and our family. And so I can't like even begin to explain how much it means to us and how much this church means to us. And I get a lot of questions from people actually like, how does your church respond to like your podcast? Like, what do they think about it? And like, you know, do they talk to you about it? And, you know, I get questions all the time about how my pastors and my church responds. And not one person has said one negative thing. Actually, my pastors are like some of my biggest supporters of the podcast. Like seriously, they um, have lent me some gear that I use. Like I have like a soundboard that they have let me use. I have some extra mics and, um, 
And like, they literally ask me about it all the time. They're my biggest fans. They are constantly like asking how, how it's going and praying for it and asking if there's anything they can do to help. And they don't like shy away from this being something I do. Like if there's an opportunity for them to share that, like they do, like they'll share that I have a podcast about this and they just think it's the coolest thing and think that it's like, like, you know, helping the world. So it's really cool because when we were trying to find a church, I was like, I need my church to like accept this and because I know it's kind of weird and know it's kind of bizarre, like kind of out there. And, um, but who knows like how they're going to respond and they responded so positively. So it was such a blessing and I'm just like so grateful that they support it. And it just it really means a lot to me. So it definitely worked out. The Lord has been very faithful to us and giving us this job and just putting us in a healthy place. And we absolutely love, love, love where we live. We just have the best community. And so I feel like we're just in a really good place right now. So I am really excited. And for some reason, I'm also very much out of breath. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I need to slow down. I'm just out of breath. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I promise I'm good at podcasting. I've been doing this for two years, you know? Um, You know, there's always room for improvement though, right? Um, Okay. So those are like all the life updates. That's kind of like the new stuff that's going on is Thomas got a new job and I've been sick. So that's kind of what we got going on. Um, So I just wanted to spend today's episode talking about two years of the podcast, what that's meant to me, but mostly I wanted to share stories from you guys of healing. So what we do here is often very, can feel very heavy and can feel, you know, just really intense. And so I always want to make sure that I am talking about things also in a positive light and sharing like stories of healing and providing hope and encouragement to people. And so um, that's like when I was thinking about what I wanted to do for my two year anniversary podcast, I was like, I want to share people's stories. I want to share their positive stories of healing and share like what the Lord has done in their lives and just their positive things. So that's the majority of the episode. But first, I just want to say that like two years of the podcast has been absolutely incredible. We have grown so much in two years and I just like seriously like love you guys so much. Like our community on Instagram means everything to me and the Patreon membership. Like it really does mean the world to me. And I, I just seriously love it so much. Like it's, it's my favorite thing that I get to do in the entire world. And like, I know you guys as names, like I know your faces, I know your names. And every time like you guys pop up in my DMS, like, you know, if we've messaged before, I'm like, Oh, I know who that is. Like, I recognize that. Like you guys are really a part of my lives. Like I know who you are. I see your names. I know your stories. Like, and you know, my story and you, and it's just like the best community that I could really ever ask for. Like, I really feel like we all come together and help each other out. And that's like my favorite thing. Like, I love getting questions from people, like messages from people like, can you ask the community this? Because like, that's what, that's what this is about. It's just, you know, being there for each other, supporting each other, helping everybody overcome toxic purity culture. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's the greatest thing in the world. And this year really pushed me to, you know, go deeper into my calling and be like so confident in that and not second guess that at all. And just have such like deeper conversations with you guys, deeper connections with you guys this year. I learned a lot, um, and just learned a lot about like how to, you know, another way to do the podcast, but also I learned when I, what that, by that, I mean, like learning how to be a better podcaster. And I learned, you know, more about our bodies and 
just, you know, really stretched myself having some really cool guests on and people that I, you know, look up to was, I was able to have on the podcast. So, and that's just all because of you guys and you being here and doing this with me. And I learn so much from you. Like, seriously, I learned so much from you and I just, I couldn't be more grateful. So I could gush about how much I love you guys forever and ever because I really do. And it's just the you know, it's just the greatest joy in the world to be able to do this. And I know the Lord has called me to do this. I know this is what he wants for me. And so it's just, it's the most fun. And I am just really grateful. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for continuing to be here and to support. And I could cry. Like it just, it just really means, it means so much to me. So, okay, um, let's, let's really just dive into your stories. I want to spend the majority of the episode reading your stories. I will say I have not read these yet because I wanted to read them like for the first time with you. So I have not read these yet. So I'm reading these um, for the first time together. So I'm just going to like go ahead and get in and just start reading these stories because like I said, it really means like so much to me to provide hope for you guys and to show you that healing is possible in your life and to celebrate the work that the Lord has done for you. So let's get into it. The first one. I got out of a church that caused a lot of trauma for me, and now I have a great new church family. That is the perfect one to start out on. Seriously, like the perfect one to start out on. I'm smiling so big. I'm so grateful that she was able to find a new church family because when you have, you know, some church hurt and church trauma, it can feel really, you know, scary and really like anxiety inducing. And, it, you know, you have a lot of trust issues, like trying to find a new place. And so the Lord has like redeemed that in your life. And that is just amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. Like you had, you know, I hate that you had the experience that you have, and I'm so happy and just so blessed. That, like you were able to find a new church family. That, that is so amazing. So huge. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next one. Um, I had some serious health problems associated with my autoimmune disorder, and I ended up having around 60 allergies, and it was becoming quite debilitating. Oh my gosh, I bet it was quite debilitating. Um, I shared with my community group, not thinking much of it, and they started praying for me. And around seven months, I ended up being healed of all allergies and can actually eat normally. Oh my gosh, the power of prayer, you guys, like makes such a difference. And you know what? Like, I'll be honest, there's been times and I still sometimes like struggle with prayer because it's like, okay, if the Lord knows what's going to happen, um, I know that we also have like, an, like, oh, we have some control of what happens in our life, but also like the Lord knows what's happened. And so I would always be confused of like, you know, I want to pray for this, but if it's not your will, Lord, then I don't want it, but I think I want it. And so sometimes I would get really, I still do sometimes get very like, okay, prayer kind of confuses me a little bit, even though I love prayer and feel like, I feel like prayer is part of my like giftings. Like I, you know, have that connection with the Lord. I have that prayer language with the Lord, but sometimes it just gets a little confusing to me. And so it's always good for me to hear stories of this, of like, you know, she had 60 different allergies, which is insane. Oh my gosh. And it was very debilitating. Like I bet it's like, how do you, how do you go about your life when you're allergic to that many things? Like that's so hard. And her, and she just like said that she just mentioned it very casually. And then they started praying for her and she was healed and now she can eat normally. Like that is so, so huge. And like, thank you Jesus for that healing. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next story. 
My pelvic floor as of today is sitting at a normal resting tone with the praise hands emojis. Praise the Lord. We love when our pelvic floor is at a normal resting tone and not agitated and not like, you know, freaking out. Like we love when our pelvic floor, and I know freaking out is not the correct term, but I try to use terms that, you know, everyone's going to understand because that's how my brain works. Um, Like we just, we love that. I'm so happy that your pelvic floor is at a normal resting tone and not agitated and literally praise the Lord for that. That's so good. I love hearing stories of like, good pelvic health. Okay, next story. I had an unhealthy addiction to masturbation and you helped me open up to my husband about it and helped us become more vulnerable and more intimate with each other. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> wow, I'm so happy that I was able to help like you guys talk about this kind of stuff. Wow, that like literally made me tear up. I'm so grateful that I was able to like just play a small part in like helping you guys be able to have more conversations, more openness, and that's huge. And I am just so grateful. That's that's awesome. That is such a huge thing to be able to have that, you know, if you feel like you're hiding something and can't talk about it, to be able to get to a point where you talk about it and get so much closer and help each other out and grow. Like that's such a good healing, encouraging moment of like growth and for for yourself and for your marriage. And we love it when the Lord moves so good in marriages, like a freaking men, (laughs) amen. Okay. Next one, still in process of healing, physically assaulted by X in November. I got a restraining order, moved away from my home, back to my parents, trying to heal. It's not easy. I left the city. I call home because of him. I left the city I call home because of him. It's very tough and hard, but I'm focusing on me now. Well, I just want to say I'm so, so sorry that that happened to you. You are not alone, and I'm just incredibly sorry. I am, you know, so proud of you for getting out of that situation because I know it's so hard when you're in it. And so I'm really proud of you for, you know, getting out and making that really hard, you know, choice to move away and, and to, you know, get the restraining order, like I'm sure that was extremely tough. Um, but I'm just so proud of you for focusing on yourself now and focusing on your healing. And you, I love that you started out with still in the process of healing. Like that means that you have some hope and that you have hope for healing because you're in the process of it. And I, I just, I'm just so proud of you. Like that is so incredible. And again, I'm so sorry that happened to you. You are not alone. Like we're here for you. I hope that you have, you know, a good support system around you. Um, there's a lot of really great resources out there that are here for you. And so I, I'm just proud of you and you are still in the process. Like healing is possible and we love you so much and we're so proud of you. Okay. Next story from 15 to 18 years old, I told myself I wasn't worthy of friends. Going to Founded and Funded showed me I am. Oh my gosh, I almost said your name. Um, I didn't though. Uh, I, wow, I love you so much. Oh my gosh, this is one of my friends who was in my group at Founded and Funded. And Founded and Funded, if you don't know what that is, is a business retreat that I went on in uh, March of 2021. And it was just the best weekend ever, like the best business retreat. I have such good friends and community from that retreat. I learned so much. Like that's how I was able to get this podcast off the ground um, and really turn it into what it is today is because of that weekend. And, you know, being a young adult and a teenager is tough with our friends sometimes. And I'm so sorry that you felt like you were not worthy of having friends, but you absolutely are. And I'm so grateful for that, like healing story of like, you know, thinking, 
saying I wasn't worthy to have good friendships. And now you have such solid friendships. And I love that Founded and Funded like really showed that for you. It has really like changed that, changed your life. Honestly, I've seen, I've seen what has happened. You know, I didn't know you so well before, but now like I've just seen the growth that you've had from that weekend and all the friends that you have now. And no, just knowing that you're worthy is so huge. And so I'm so proud of you and I just love you so much. Wow. Okay. Next story. My partner led me to overcome my deep body shame, which resulted in me curing my vaginismus. Heck freaking yes. I almost yelled into this microphone because hearing stories being healed of vaginismus are my absolute favorite. And I could, I'm just like smiling from freaking ear to ear right now. Oh my gosh. I um, also am so sorry that you were dealing with really deep, intense body shame, but I just think that this shows the power of like our mindset and how much our mindset does affect our body. And so you overcoming that shame shows your body that like sex doesn't have to hurt. This does not have to be painful. Like your muscles can relax and trust you. And so, you know, you overcoming those deep body shame that you were experiencing, your brain is able to tell your body now, like I'm safe. My body is safe. This stuff is good for me. I like deserve to have this pleasure. Like pleasure is good. It's not bad. And so I am just so proud of you. And I think this totally shows the power of like how our mindset is and how we view ourselves and our bodies. And so I am so freaking happy to hear that it cured your vaginismus. Like that is such a blessing. And I am so, so, so happy to hear that. Okay. Next story, I was obsessed with timelines and keeping up with my friends regarding wedding, kids, etc. Totally normal. So many of us struggle with that as well. So I ended up settling for a relationship I wasn't happy with to keep up with the pace. I'm a people pleaser, so the idea of breaking it off was awful. I managed to do it, to break it off, go to therapy, find a wonderful man, and drop the idea of deadlines or keeping up with my friends. I no longer feel like I need to get married by a certain age or feel as much pressure to start a family. Wow, that is huge because I know that there is so much like stigma and stereotype and like if you're not married by age 25 then something's wrong with you and if you're in the south it's like if you're not married by the time you graduate college then something's really wrong with you which is so not true like nobody's timeline like no one's timeline is the same and everybody's relationship and time is different. And I believe that like the Lord has like plans for us and it's just not always the same. Um, but it's so hard because when you see everyone else doing it, it's like, okay, well, why, why am I not doing it? I have to keep up and, you know, do what everyone else wants me to do. And so I just love that you were like, I broke it off and I went to therapy because we love therapy here. Shout out to freaking therapy. Um, and we love therapy and it like helped you out and helped you see that you don't have to keep up with everyone everyone's doing and learn to like, you know, not people please as much anymore. And you said that like, you no longer feel the need to get married, like as fast as everyone else is. And you can just go at your own own pace and own timeline. And I think that is absolutely huge. And I'm so happy to hear that. That's absolutely incredible. Next story. I love that we have so many short stories to share also like that makes me so happy. Okay. Getting up the courage to go to pelvic floor physical therapy and not feeling as though I'm doing something inappropriate as a Christian. I am so proud of you. I know that there is such like stereotype and, or not stereotype, that's, that's not the right word. There's like stigma and kind of like beliefs in around like pelvic floor physical therapy because, you know, some 
Christianity, some people have like really strong beliefs that anything inserting inside of you means that you are not a virgin anymore. And they very much value that when pelvic floor physical therapy does not mean that does not take away your virginity whatsoever. It's just the way that we heal our pelvic floor. Like that's just what you do. That's how it's just the same as going to physical therapy for your arm. Like there's no difference, but I know that it can be hard to like overcome that you know, idea and that stress that, you know, what does that mean for me? And, you know, feeling shame about it just because of what other people are believing. And so I, that, that is such a win. Like that is such a huge win. You do not feel shame about it and that you're getting the courage to go to public floor physical therapy. Like I am absolutely so freaking proud of you. And I, I just, am smiling this whole episode. Like everything is just so good. It makes me so freaking happy. Wow. Okay. Next story. Got married steeped in purity culture. I would feel guilty about cuddling or kissing, feeling nice when we were dating. So like she would feel guilty because that stuff felt good. Of course, I experienced painful sex. I was so disappointed and tried to push through it for almost six months. Finally went in, was referred to a public floor PT and made quick process. I also also learned along the way about my own sexuality and how sex is not obligatory. obligatory or just for him. I feel so free now and excited for it to keep getting better and better. P.S. That vibrator you shared is magical. Amen. Wow. This is such a good story. Oh my gosh. Um, the vibrator is absolutely magical. You guys, I have sold hundreds of these vibrators on Amazon and I'm not lying to you. I checked the other day to see And I was like, oh my gosh, I have literally sold so many of these. So, and I do get a little commission. I will say that from Amazon, but it is not, it is not a lot, but it is something. Um, And I'm grateful for that. So I am going to link this vibrator in the episode notes so you can find it. It's the famous 50, it used to be $13 and now it's $15. I guess they saw so many of you guys are buying it. So they raised the price, but you can't beat $15. I mean, I could, I could rave about this vibrator forever. Um, but, um, I'm so happy to hear that. Like, this is like, this story honestly is like the perfect example of why we have this podcast. Like she got married in purity culture and was feeling guilty about like normal bodily things. Like when you're dating somebody that you really like it, you want like cuddling and kissing to feel nice. Like that is a good part of dating. That's, that's normal. That's how your body works. Like you want those feelings and those feelings are not bad. That's not shameful. Like those are good things. Um, but because of purity culture, you know, she was feeling bad and feeling like that is not something that should happen. And then of course sex was painful. And then she was like, you know, I just got to push through because that's just what you do. And sex is for the man. I have to make him happy. And so I just like have to push through. And then she was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the doctor and go to pelvic floor physical therapy. And that, and she was able to make progress really fast. And so like, I think that is so huge. And even, you know, having the ideal that like, she, she doesn't believe that sex is uh, like, an obligation anymore. And it's not just for him. Like it's for them to enjoy together. And just the fact, like, I feel so free now is just like the best. Like that is like, I remember having that feeling too. And there's really nothing like it. Like having just that freedom in your marriage, that freedom in your sex life is everything. Like it is everything. And it's the greatest thing in the entire world. And so I am just over the moon, so excited, like, to hear this story. I mean, this is why we do what we do here at Say What. Like, this is this is totally it. it this is everything. So um, I'm, just, I'm just smiling from ear to ear in awe of how good Jesus is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 
next story. I'm going to sing to you. I used to sing a lot more on the podcast than I do now, but I'm a terrible singer, but I just think singing is like the most fun thing in the world. And Jesus likes it when I sing. So it's fine. Like it's just fine. Okay. You guys can put up with my bad singing. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Um, next story, overcoming purity culture and learning proper sexual education from a biblical perspective. Love that. I love that you say that you are overcoming purity culture. Like that is huge. And like, like I said, your mental state, like where you're at, you know, mentally with things really affects the rest of your life and affects your body. And so her just saying like, like stating it, like I'm overcoming this, like your words carry so much power. And so like, we always want to try and speak life over our situations, over our bodies, over what's going on in our lives. And so the fact that she's like, I am overcoming this is incredible. Like, that's so huge. And I love that the fact that you're like saying like, I'm actually learning proper sex education now is incredible. It's absolutely incredible that you are actually learning about your body. Like we love that. Amazing. Okay. Next story. About three months ago, sex became extremely painful. I started public floor physical therapy and I'm on my healing journey. I am so freaking happy that you started public floor physical therapy. Like starting physical therapy is such a win and is such like your like step to like experiencing healing. And it's like such a huge step, honestly, it really is. And so the, if you've been like wanting to go to public floor physical therapy, but you're still like on the edge about it, not sure, like this is your sign to go, like start your healing journey today. Like she is like, I'm so freaking proud of you. I'm sure, you know, people in your life have told you that, but if they haven't told you that, I'm so, so, so proud of you for starting PT. And now you're on your healing journey. Like so freaking proud of you. That is awesome. Okay. Next one. And just reading this one, I'm like, this is the best feeling in the world. Honestly, I found out I'm not the only one who has the symptoms I do with periods, not a crier, but I cried. I, some people see diagnosis or, you know, finding other people who've gone through what you're going through. Well, let me back up. Some people find like diagnosis as like the worst thing in the world and like, can't believe it. And, and definitely some diagnosis can be really bad, but in a way I do feel like there's a piece of relief with it because you finally have an answer to what's going on. And that's kind of the same thing with this story of like, when you feel like the only person going through it, it just feels like, what is wrong with me? my, you know, body is not working the way it's supposed to. I'm the only one in the world who understands this. There's no one else who gets what I'm going through. There's not a name for what I'm going through. Like what is wrong with me? And so just the fact that you find a community who is going through it with you is like such a freaking game changer. Like it really does like change everything for you. It it truly is a difference between life and death, like finding people that are going through what you're going through. Like I remember when, you know, I was diagnosed with vaginismus, I didn't know a single person and I felt so freaking alone. I thought I was the only person who had gone through this and who felt this way, you know, getting married and being told sex is bad and that, you know, causing my vaginismus and just feeling so freaking alone. And once I started this Instagram community and found so many other women were going through it as well, I just feel like I could take a deep breath, like so much relief and just feeling like, okay, it's not just me. I'm not, you know, crazy or out of my mind or blowing things out of proportion. Like I, you know, there are other people who are going through this too. And if they have experienced healing, then I can experience healing too. And so it's just the power of community is so freaking huge. And so I'm so happy to hear that you have found other people who are experiencing that too. Okay, next story. Next story. 
I, 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 okay. Do you guys listen to the morning toast? Let me know. Um, like send me a DM after when you're listening to this episode, unless you're driving, wait till you're done driving. Um, and tell me if you listen to the morning toast because Claudia and Jackie sing all the freaking time and I cannot sing like Claudia. Like she has a great voice. Um, but I just love how much they sing on the podcast and it just makes me want to be like that, but that is not my gifting. (laughs) Okay. Next story. Um, I'm healing from long-term sexual abuse. Finally starting to enjoy sex with my husband after eight years. Wow. 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 I am so, so sorry that you have experienced sexual abuse. I'm that you're just, you're not alone and you are so loved. And I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so, so thankful and happy to hear that you are enjoying sex with your husband after this. Like that is huge, huge, huge. That is such a story of healing that you were able to enjoy sex with your husband and have this intimacy between you guys. Like I am like crying over here. Like that is just so beautiful and such a story of redemption. And I am so grateful. And again, I'm so sorry that you were sexually abused for a long time. Um, And I'm just grateful for the redemption in your story. Okay, this might be the last story. I got to like quickly scroll through my DMs to see if I missed any, but this might possibly be the last story. I'll tell you in a second. (laughs) Um, Okay, she said, I was diagnosed with vaginismus in February 2019. Six months after I was married, we had a sexless relationship for two and a half years. Once I had a diagnosis, it made things easier to overcome. We'll be celebrating four years of marriage this year, and I will have our sec and I'll be having our second baby in a few months. It was such a mentally draining time in my life. I felt worthless as a woman. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so grateful to hear that you have like overcome this. And now you're about to celebrate four years of marriage. And it sounds like, you know, that you have overcome those thoughts and like, you don't feel worthless anymore. And I, I really think again, this shows like the power of a diagnosis. Like when you actually have an answer to what you're going through, you feel like, okay, now I can, you know, take a starting, like I can start doing my healing part of this because we actually know what's going on so we can figure out how to fix it. And that is such a game changer. Like once you actually know what's going on so you can do things to fix it, like that is so huge. And I'm so grateful to hear that. And, um, I'm so sorry that you felt so worthless. I, I, and I mean, it's hard because as a woman, you're always told like, you, you know, must please your man, you must please your husband, you must be as sexy as possible, you have to be this size. And, you know, a lot of women's worth is equated with what they can do sexually. And that's just so not true. But that's just what society has told us. And so I like hate that she said that she felt so worthless as a woman, but I'm hoping that now you don't feel that way anymore. And I think the fact that you're having another baby or you've had like two kids is such a testament to redemption as well, because if you're not able to have sex, then it's really hard to get pregnant, obviously. And so I just think that's like such a story of redemption that you were able to, um, you know, be able to have two kids, like praise the freaking Lord. Like that's the fact this whole episode is me just being like, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, because it's just so huge. And like all of this is so great. And it just, it makes me so happy and I can just be smiling about it forever um, because these stories are just incredible. So I'm going to see really quick if I got any DMs that I'm missing. One second. I'm a bad podcaster and didn't do this before. 
<laughs> but I also was getting stories from you guys that, cause I also asked for stories for like your love story and I didn't want to read those yet either. So I was like, I don't want to open the messages. Um, and I don't think, I don't think I missed any. Okay. So yeah, sorry. I just, you know, had to glance really quick to make sure, um, I didn't miss any stories. Okay, cool. Well, thank you guys so much for two years. Thank you so freaking much for, you know, sharing your healing stories with us. These mean so much to me. And I am just so happy to hear like what the Lord has done in your lives and just seeing the redemption. And I hope that hearing these stories of healing has encouraged you to let you know that you're not alone. And that healing is possible for you too. Like, I really think the more stories we can hear of healing, the better, because then we're just so encouraged um, that we're not alone. And so thank you guys so much for being here. I can't believe we hit two years. It's like the greatest just joy of my life. You guys are the greatest joy of my life, okay? You and my husband. <laughs> um, but I, I just love you guys so much. I'm so thankful for you. And we will talk soon. Happy two years.